Husker Out Loud is a weekly podcast about San Francisco real estate from the Jackson Fuller team, San Francisco Realtors since 2002. Show notes with links are at jacksonfuller.com. Hi, Britton. Hey, Matt. How are you? I feel a little deja vu <laughs> I'm great. Yeah? How are you? Uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a little keyed up, actually. Are you? Yeah. That sounds like a pun. Why, thank you. Uh, I thought that uh, we could talk about, you know, the key to seeing a house with a real estate agent. I know you're going to say it's a lockbox key. I'm going to say it's a lockbox key because those are the future. That's the magic electronic key that only realtors have that allows them to go show any house that's for sale, right? Um, in some markets, just not ours. So you're telling me that in San Francisco, the epicenter of Silicon Valley, home to the future, we don't put houses on lockboxes? Rarely. What's that all about? Well, that's actually a really good question. Um, well, thank you. <laughs> that's why I asked it so you could answer it. I've heard, <laughs> I've heard urban legends here in the city about why so few of our homes that are listed are available to be seen on lockbox. If you do see it, there are places that are on lockbox, but they're usually vacant. They're very rarely staged. And um, they're generally in the less expensive neighborhoods. Yeah. So one story that I've heard bandied about multiple times throughout the 18 years that I've been in this business is that there was a house that was on lockbox that someone backed a moving van up to it, broke into the lockbox and stole every stick of furniture in it. And I don't know if that's true. And I don't know that if it if it is true, if that would be enough to change the entire kind of way that everybody does business. But that's the story. That's, I mean, someone told me that. I've heard it multiple times that that's why people just don't put occupied homes on lockbox in San Francisco. So that is the the urban legend. Um, can I tell you my theory based sure. on years of working in this town? Yeah. San Francisco realtors are crazy control freaks and they don't want you in their listing unless they're there watching what you're doing. That could be too. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so we're not a lockbox town, as you said, um, you know, I've never done the actual math, but I'd say maybe 10% of properties, five, 10% have lockboxes. Probably. I mean, it could be more than that in some neighborhoods, but yeah, I mean, basically. But in other neighborhoods, it's zero. Absolutely. And then basically, if you want to take a client on a property tour, you either line them up and go see them on a Sunday or Saturday open house. Or if you're going during the week, you make six appointments. And, you know, if you're the realtor and you've set up the property tour, once you go through it, at the end, you think to yourself, wow, if only we could use lockboxes. Um, because when you set up appointments, you know, you're coordinating a whole bunch of different people's schedules to even, you know, get them in the, the same block of time. And then you've got to move your buyers through based on that schedule, accounting for which ones, you know, they're going to like, they're not going to like traffic and any of these other factors. And, you know, when we do a tour and, and we've set up, you know, six to eight properties, the odds of actually being on time to that sixth, seventh, eighth gets to be, you know, a challenge sometimes. This is a very true story. So, you know, there is, is definitely, 
you know, after doing property tours in San Francisco, um, everyone's like, oh, only this was on lockbox. But no, it will not be. So how do most buyers in San Francisco see properties then? Well, a lot of people sort of turn it into their um, part-time weekend job when they're looking for a home to go to open houses. This is fascinating because in most other parts of the country, open houses are very poorly attended and there's actually debate about whether there's even any value in doing open houses for sellers. It's true. And here in San Francisco, that's just crazy talk. Yeah. (laughs) If you don't do an open house, you're neglecting your duties. So, I mean, it's buyers are conditioned uh, and trained and sellers expect, you know, I mean, both sides of, of the market at this point feel that, you know, Seeing it on the weekend during scheduled open houses is uh, a really meet-you-in-the-middle solution. It's very efficient. This is true. And you were mentioning when we're setting up a a property tour with half a dozen properties and you get off schedule because, you know, suddenly they fall in love with property number four and they're going through each room multiple times, you know. And then on the way to property number five, there's a car wreck and traffic's backed up and... Yeah. Yeah. So, and then that's why you've got to obviously be, you've got to be diligent with your timing and, and, but please, for the love of God, if you're going to be late, call the agent. (laughs) Oh, that is such a pet peeve. Oh, such a pet peeve. Right. Yeah. Just, you know, we, it happens to all of us. Just let us know. Yeah. So I we, mean, we all know that traffic and parking are, right. are a bear here. Because then we oscillate. Well, I don't know. We, I oscillate between like anger that you've stood me up and worry that you might be dead somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> what about um, uh, tenant occupied properties? So with tenant occupied properties, their tenants are not required to let you see it on the weekends. They're required to let you see it with... Um, 24 hours notice during business hours, which are Monday through Friday, nine to five. And some tenants are cooperative and they'll say, sure, no problem. I'll leave and you can have an open house on the weekend. And others are very adamant about sticking just to what they're required to do, which is uh, business hours during the week. And I think there was actually a court case where someone challenged that, like, you know, because realtor business hours are weekends, like whose business hours are we using here? And I have no idea how that case turned out, but yeah. Um, you know, it's tenant, tenant occupied properties are a a whole nother level of complexity. Yep. They certainly are. All right. So, uh, I guess that, um, I'll meet you on Saturday or Sunday. We'll go see some houses together. Can I tell you one more story about seeing houses? Absolutely. When I was brand new in the business, a guy walked into the office on Brandon street and he wanted to see properties and he had torn out about 35 pages from the real estate times, which back then used to be the size of a phone book every two weeks. And he was saying, what about this one? What about this one? And of course, even back then, most of the properties in the real estate times were sold by the time they were printed. And they were also printed without addresses because the goal is that agents use it as advertising. They want you to call them to find out where the property is. And our lovely office manager, Angela, called me into a conference room and she said, you don't, don't you dare go show him any properties right now. He's going to kill you. And I said, I'm not going to show him anything. I can't. Nothing's on lockbox. So that was that. I just remembered that. It's very true. And realtor safety is no laughing matter. Um, there have been realtors who have been killed over the years, actually showing property. It's true. And it's very, that's why, that's another reason you don't, 
just take someone out without having met them first. Yeah, you know, there's some risk. A little off topic. A little off topic. But yeah, be safe out there. Be safe out there and uh, leave us a five-star review. Thanks for listening. Escrow Out Loud is a weekly podcast about San Francisco real estate from the Jackson Fuller team, San Francisco realtors since 2002. Show notes with links are at jacksonfuller.com. Wow. Wow.